Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Compton Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I am Tori. I'm Marin. And look at that. That is the Crime Junkies actually giving you something crime-related. <laughs> Listen, we it's been a rough year, especially in the K-drama space. But, like, I haven't been in the mindset to watch crime dramas or, or do anything of that nature. So, I was very... Um, blase about crime this year. How's your year been with the crime genre? Mm, I think it's been the same. I'm recently like now I'm in the kick, or I'm like I think bargain. Like I already was in it because I restarted watching X Files from where I left off, so I knew I was back mm-hmm. in the I want to watch crime. Mm-hmm. But after I watched Bargain, I started searching to see if there was anything crime related, and it doesn't really seem to be. So I was kind of disappointed. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. So this is going to be like a special mini episode. You're probably wondering like, oh my God, you guys are going on break for two weeks. What is this? It's, we love you. That's what, um, and we know you're, you're trying to survive the holidays with your family. So put us in your ear holes and laugh for a few minutes. Okay. So, um, bargain when i remember i think i remember the casting for this coming out and i was like oh y'all are acting because jin sung Kyu is the main actor and jun jong Sol is the main actress and i'm like oh we're getting we're gonna get chops we're getting acting um tv ing which is i'm pretty sure which is part of tv in mm-hmm. um it's tv ing is kind of like it's becoming the korean version of netflix where they do like a lot of originals and things like that and i can't wait for them to go global because they will have all of my money you hear me (laughs) all of my money um and so they've been doing like these um original series i think we both tried i tried to watch rose mansion earlier this year i think you finished it Um, i didn't watch the last episode (laughs) okay yeah 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 but they've been basically what ocn was supposed to be it feels like all of the ocn material is going to TVing because they don't have to worry about um censorship Mm-hmm. on tv and you'll know that if you watch the first 30 seconds of the first episode of robes mansion <laughs> but i saw i started bargain out of nowhere i think over thanksgiving break or something i was like in the mood for something i was like ooh, something simple i was like 36 minutes an episode let me dive my teeth in and i have never been more happier to start a series and be like <laughs> what in the actual fuck let me read you guys the synopsis so no young su played by Jin Sung Kyu, um, visits a motel room to see Park Joo Young, who was played by Jo Jung So um, he is pleased with her appearance and happy to pay for her services. But a surprise is waiting for No Hyung Soo. He is soon surrounded by people who have to come to buy his organs. They bargain over the price of his organs with Park Joo Young conducting the auction. But an earthquake suddenly occurs within the collapsed building and they struggle to survive. You did not hear me wrong. Man goes to get sexual services. Man gets kidnapped to sell his organs, and then earthquake happens. This is the weirdest setup for a disaster movie I have ever fucking read in my life. And so, <laughs> because I had already started the chaos, I said, Marin, baby girl, you have to watch this with me because there's no way. There's no way that this was happening i had i actually i finished the first two episodes earlier today i mean the last two episodes earlier today but i had to go back and watch the first 15 mm-hmm. minutes of that first episode i There's so much so much I, <laughs> so much going on 
I, first of all, as somebody who wants to be a screenwriter, that is screenwriting. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. For the first 15 minutes to be that engaged in just two people conversating, if somebody doesn't use the first 15 minutes of the first episode of Bargain as a motherfucking teaching lesson in their screenwriting class, I'm giving you free material, bitch. I was like, you can't write a better scene about these two people that I could have like an introduction to characters off the back, like what's happening. So bargain is also like a remake of an original short series. And so they took that idea and they revamped it into this six episode thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers. We're not even going to get into like an episode by episode recap. I just want you to know <laughs> the first 15, I'm going to write down my reactions to the first 15. I'm going to explain to you the first 15 minutes of the first episode. And then we'll talk about our favorite moments. Okay. So we're in some dingy ass hotel in the middle of God fuck nowhere in the mountains of Korea. Homegirl is sitting there smoking a cigarette in a school uniform. And my red alarms were buzzing already. I said, I don't know what's happening. I don't like it and so in walks i guess her don her clientele which is this dude who's like very like checking her out from the beginning and the minute they start conversating i was like okay this man has come here to pay for underage sex why did it take me until he said what he came there for i was like god no really because i was just like i love jin song Hyu as an actor so i was like oh i'm gonna love this man I couldn't stand it. I was ready for the floodgates to open the board. They just conversated. <laughs> They're sitting here at this table in front of this, like, kind of, like, pretty but ominous, like, bleak background of the mountains. And you're listening to them conversate about how um, he's like, well, um, I was really intrigued by the first in her backdoor ad. And I said, you have got to be fucking <laughs> I missed this the first time, but he says to her, "You know, I kind of want to see blood." Oh yeah, I saw. Oh, I, I said, said the writer, I said, "What?" Huh? No, because like you know, like the subs were pretty awful in the first time, so like I uh-huh. was really straining to understand, and I was like, "No, I heard that right. The mannerisms, I understand what's going on here." Yes, I'm yes. disgusted. Oh, I was. I was like, okay, let me just let me just calm down and continue. But the conversation just kept going. The first time that she laughs, I said, oh, this is unserious. That fake ass <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's being so unreal. I was right. And so they're talking about the price, and he's like, a million won. I said, a million won? That don't sound right. That's seven hundred and fifty-seven dollars for pussy. $757 is cheap, bitch. What? And so they're continuing. So after he mentions the we mentioned the blood thing because then she goes into this thing about how um she was sexually assaulted by her teacher. Her teacher, which wasn't like genitals to genitals, but it was hands to genitals. And he says out of his mouth verbatim, Oh my god, what a crazy bastard. I said, bitch, do you know where you are? <laughs> Do you know where you are? And then he's like, well, well, since this is not the first, but she's like, you are the first. You might, I told you I didn't do it. He's like, and he explains to her like he's talking to a child, like someone who's young. He's like, well, the teacher's fingers went in first. I literally screenshot that. I said, where's the earthquake? 
Where <laughs> is the fucking earthquake? I'm done with this conversation. I was ready for it to be done. But they keep going, right? And so they keep going and they keep talking. I can't, we can't, I can't do any good to the dialogue of this show by like recanting it to you. Mm -hmm. You have to go watch it. You have to watch it. (laughs) And so they keep having these like conversation and the way that this is filmed, it almost was like a one take, the entire drama. And so they're like moving the camera, right? It's so, the director, (laughs) let me shout them out real quick. The director for this is John Woosung. Um, Man needs an award for this. I don't I don't know if they do TV awards, but the way they filmed this shit, I was like, holy I remember fuck. I Oh, this is it, the was Oh uh, yeah, okay. Jomo's on nothing. Okay, keep going. But um I I noticed the filming, I was like, why is this film like a video game POV? Like yeah, yeah. character experiencing it. And then when I researched it up, they were like, Oh, they did a one take. I was like, huh? They yeah, they one hours. take, which no. is, which is just like the acting and the dialogue. That means they didn't have any break in between, which makes the conversation still almost real. Because I feel like a lot of crime shows, when they do like super dark stuff about like organ selling or sex trafficking, they mm-hmm. go a little overboard, like to make the evil person real, real evil, and it almost feels cartoonish. And like I'm watching something fake. This felt real as fuck. Especially, mm-hmm. first of all, give it to girl. I don't, I think I think the first time I saw her in anything was Money Heist. Jun um Jung Sol. She's been in a lot of other Okay, yeah, she's young. She was she's born ninety four. Girl, get that bag. Them acting chops. When she was when she's sitting on that bed and she starts to play with her tights, I was like, Oh, the details. The details <laughs> of this conversation really does make me feel like this is some underage or very young person who's doing this. But basically mm-hmm. we realized that she's fake. He asked her what school she goes to and it's not the school that's on her uniform and we come to find out that she was lying about being a virgin. Right? Mm-hmm. Which happens a lot in, I guess, the 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 space of sexual trafficking. But um, every, t- every time she does that fake laugh, I was busting <laughs> a gut. She's just like... And I'm like, y'all can't be serious. And so after this man, like they, he negotiates the price down to like $70 um, because she's not a virgin and she was lying about being underage. And so he like takes off his shorts and the minute he steps in the shower, she pulls out a cigarette and she's like dumb ass bastard. And I was like, oh shit, here's the turn. So she gets another call from a client and then that's kind of, we get to see the full spectrum of what is going on. This man, there's a whole crime syndicate of who have are most likely forcing young women against their will to attract dons to then in return sell their bodies will sell their organs for millions and millions and millions of muha mm-hmm. and so which was watch- absolutely crazy for me i was like first of all at least the squid game characters had those people dead what right. do you mean you're live auctioning these people? What? Because the fresher the organ, the, the more likely That's it is transferred so into the, the, oh the body. God. So basically, we watch her go into this room full of young girls. We get to see the people who are over her. We get to find out that she's kind of like one of the oldest members here, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Or she's been doing this game. She gets a call from another person that she's trying to convince to come in so she could, you know, we're in Gapyeong, Kyunggi, though. Come on in. I can't come to you. Come to me. And I'm like, oh, this she's been doing this shit for a while. When she changes her clothes and walks into that room with all the people there to 
buy this man's body parts mm-hmm. i missed how they were pricing things at first but then i rewatched that first episode she said we start with the kidneys the kidneys oh, yeah. then make the bottom floor price for the rest of the organs the first kidney went for a hundred million won i said god I like, damn what do you where's the money coming from and then they had a whole system then to loan people money and then they tell people that they can get 35 percent of their money back if they don't buy anything with the chips at the auction i said oh this you have to pay it all back within a week excuse well yes okay so there's two things when you come in you exchange cash for casino coins and if you don't buy anything at the auction then you can go get you can return your casino coins and get 35 percent of your deposit back or you can keep the casino coins but and do it for another auction but auctions don't happen often and then the second thing is that people can sign up for collateral if they don't have enough money with coins because they don't take cash and you can basically mortgage away parts of your body to pay for the money back it's 35 percent you have to pay 35% of whatever you borrow in a week. And if you can't get that back, then they're going to take pieces of your body. I said this is a well-oiled evil machine. <laughs> it was like they were working, right? And so they found out this man's um, blood type is AB. They, uh, they, you know, they sell off his organ to this one guy um, at a very high price, Uh and this guy like breaks down and cries because he's trying to get this organ for his daddy, and but then we find out that he doesn't have enough money, so he has to sign up for collateral. You get to see all the people buying, and so they like they check they wanted, they literally ask how old is the product, mm-hmm. and she said in the forties. I was like, oh, they're asking his age. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes to check his wallet, and comes across a fucking police badge, and then the motherfucking earthquake happens. I said that was an amazing pilot. That was—I <laughs> could not have been more hooked. I was like, you couldn't tell me the show wasn't going to be great. And so then a series of things happens. Basically, these two people are trying to survive in this crush building. Um, these people who are losing their humanity by the second, and the main characters are the auctioneer and um the the main victim who is um Jiang, the police officer and then the guy who buys his organ keep him away from me (laughs) good god (laughs) you want to talk about let me shout out this actor the actor who plays him is called chang rule you want to talk about i have never been i haven't been this creeped out since i want strangers from hell (laughs) and that (laughs) says a lot that man was so consistent in his characterization the entire the entire time his entire okay so after the earthquake happens people are like falling down to the basement floor and the basement floor is where they have these two um mentally ill men who are locked up and disposing of the bodies because they think the boss is their dad right that's how that goes but this character who had bought the police's organs is still in the middle of this disaster being like your organs are mine you promised your organs are mine and the man is tenacious i have never seen a person have the same life um tenacity as a cockroach this man (laughs) dropped out of buildings got stabbed got shot at like (laughs) when mr copman had to go back down to get the the phones and he turned the corner 
and saw him and I, I screamed I literally <laughs> screamed it was like it's like a thriller in the worst way because the auctioneer and um, Mr. Copman get separated because the survivors of the auction the people who auctioned for the body parts are like convinced that um the Mr. Cop is working for the bad guy, so they like hold them. that whole scene was God, that was crazy. Um, but they're like they're moving through the the building through these like shafts that they use to drop bodies in, and so they have to climb up and down these shafts. And so he climbs down the shaft because the people, the survivors are saying, if you don't bring us cell phones and check to see if the police are coming, you're um we're gonna kill this woman. And he's like, can't have her killed because their mission right now, even though it's to survive, is also to find the boss's stash of cash if they can find his cash that's like six billion dollars so they're trying to get money trying to get out whatever he goes up that shaft down that shaft to a different floor looking for the phones merit i i kid you not i knew he was gonna meet somebody right uh i did not think it that was a man that they just pushed off this like man three floors. was pushed into the gaping hole twice. You're so right. He's like a cockroach. How do you live? How do you live? Not only that, he survived falling down that gaping hole into the water twice. Then survived going through the water out into the lake after being stabbed and tortured by the other goons. I said, this can't be real. When, when, they, when him and the, when the girl auctioner and the cop Got mm-hmm. up to the floor where the president was, and he had the president's n- <laughs> to the president's neck. I said, "You cannot be serious." <laughs> what I said? Oh, this is man. This man is a different breed of human. He Gotta really be- wants that kidney for his daddy. And it's so crazy how like the dialogue. What really killed me was when he first dropped. When they all three of them first dropped down into the basement, and they mm-hmm. go up after escaping the. Um, the two dudes, the the people who were getting rid of bodies, and they're moving the 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 concrete out the door. That conversation they're having, where he's like, "But your kidney is mine. I bought it. Your kidney is mine." I said, I, "Bitch, y'all are in the middle of hell." If you, I was like, "What the? F- you need to take responsibility. Responsibility for what? Victim. So you you are unwell. If I ever, I don't want. Oh, it's gonna be a minute before I need to hear. You need to take responsibility. Every time they said it." I I felt like bashing my head in. (laughs) It's like, it's so unnerving how serious he is about like, your Mm -hmm. kidney is mine. It's for my dad. Your kidney is mine. And I'm like, we are trying not to get killed. Right? We are trying not to get killed by everybody else in this building, which is crazy. So, like, earthquake is one thing, right? Then the second part of it is that the crime syndicate is telling their members of the crime syndicate, the other, the younger, the lower members to bring them ears of people that they've killed for okay. money i need I was okay, like... why why though? <laughs> i was confused as to why that suddenly was a thing okay one it seemed like they were doing it to get control of the situation two it seems like they were doing it to get rid of anybody who was still alive in the building because if rescue comes they still don't want to like i don't think well here's the thing inside this building we don't know what's happening on the outside so like yeah. a lot of the people and the survivors are under the impression that you know, maybe this earthquake only hit this area. It didn't hit the whole, you know, peninsula. Mm-hmm. Everything's, you know, kind of crazy right now, but help us on the way because society is still intact. That's yeah. not and then not conclusion. To talk about another character, um, back to Park Ju Young, the auction, the auctioner. 
Mm-hmm. The way disaster strike and she had a plan immediately. I Immediate. said, oh my God. I was like, like, I almost thought that I was missing dialogue because I was, why does she have a game plan already? Yes. <laughs> and then she explained. So like they, we get her backstory like episode five or the beginning of episode six, where she's saying that she was sent to juvenile after like, um, she well, we come to fu- she stabbed her teacher who the, like the story about her teacher sexually assaulting her was real. She stabbed him, was sent to juvie, was then saved by this pastor who got her a recommendation that got her out in like four or five months. Then that pastor then sold her to this organization. She ran away once and they drilled a hole in her skull and put a tracking device. And I said, oh, this, first of all, that to me, that to me put in how much worse this crime syndicate was than I thought. Um, <laughs> and then because, cause I didn't understand why um, the, the, the cleanupers, like the two dudes in the basement kept saying there's a bomb going off in their heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, the boss had been lying to them saying if they, if they don't do what he says, there's, he put a bomb in their head and it's going to go off when, it, when it's really just a tracking device. Mm-hmm. Um, but she and the janitor who she meets in like the first um episode very briefly were basically planning to run away and go to russia and so it was just oh god the the pacing of the show is amazing there wasn't one episode where i was like i have to see the next one i ha- <laughs> after you ha- you can't really i don't recommend binge watching this because it's gonna stress you <laughs> yeah that's, that's why it took me i binge watched maybe like five episodes in the last episode i was like right. I need two days i need two yes. days to recover no literally i binge watched like the first five or f- four or five episodes because you just can't put it down i was like i can't mm-hmm. do this last <laughs> like i'm tired i've y'all have gotten me and it's just i love the fact that the violence is realistic without being gory because mm-hmm. i just got done watching a movie where it was just blood fucking everywhere and i was like y'all are you're doing the most um the characters are interesting also the the novelty of having the main character the cop naked basically oh, yeah. For most of this disaster, I think that's everybody's worst nightmare is to be in the middle of a natural disaster and not have any clothes on. Mm-hmm. I would feel so vulnerable and not know what to do. But this man was in his underwear for like two episodes straight. Just <laughs> in his underwear. And then he got a coat. And then he got boots. And they finally got clothes at the end. That, I didn't think that scene where they busted into the, the office on the top floor was going to be as intense as it was. Oh, my favorite episode. <laughs> my, she, when she was coming through with that gun, I was like, oh, she's taking them down. Okay. <laughs> Out. They only had six bullets, and she said, never miss a goddamn mark. Pop, pop, pop. pop. <laughs> um, but if we can, for a second, go mm-hmm. back to Jung, uh, the guy with who bought his uh, organs, the mm-hmm. cop's organs. When they fl- somehow, what is it, swam um, into the lake or whatever. Yes. And they turned a corner, and he was on the the whatever it was. He was the there shore. as well because he somehow was able to swim out. Tori, there have been Korean zombies easier to kill than him. <laughs> <laughs> like you're telling me. Like, you're telling me now we have figured out that it's the end of times, and I have to deal with you. Oh my! They should have taken him out. Oh my god! Honestly, it was it was. It was hilarious because I was just like, 
Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. And he stood like, up. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> that man. They kept saying that that dude was gonna die because he was bleeding out or yeah. some other shit. And he was just like, "I'm gonna follow y'all," which means that he crawled to that hole in the middle of the building and just flung himself off. That's crazy! Oh my god, <laughs> literally insane. Like I am scared of him. He's <laughs> terrifying. Tongrel, you did a great job, my good sir. Y'all might have seen this man. It seems like he seems to be in Arthur, uh, Arthur Chronicles. He was in My Mister and Lawless Lawyer. He only had small roles, and then he was the detective in Stranger too. Um, oh, he had a big role in My Name, which was important, and a big name, a role in The Golden Spoon. This he he deserved a fucking award. He does. Best new coming actors. I was just like, I have I have never been so unnerved by somebody in so long. <laughs> like y'all don't understand the intensity of like, and this person is not like he doesn't yell or scream. He gets violent, but like the way he's just talking is like you can't we're in the middle of a fucking earthquake why are you still concerned about the illegal activity that was happening like, before the earthquake like my morals were being questioned i was like take him out <laughs> oh no it. for real i said oh don't you got one more bullet left in that gun like, don't you got one more? like there's a knife right there like please <laughs> when she gave him the morphine i thought she was telling him to overdose i didn't think she was saying like you can make money from it Oh, well, she was telling him, when she gave him the morphine when they were leaving the first time, I think she was saying, here's something to get rid of the pain because you're going to die oh, anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or, okay. Right. So when she took that morphine the first time, I was like, oh, she's, when he was like, oh, you, I didn't even realize that when they got separated that first time in the basement that she had saw something. Like, I didn't get that. But the way she was talking about, like, the world has ended, I was like, oh, yeah, this earthquake is probably bigger than they realized, right? Mm-hmm. And shit's probably fucked up. But the way she was talking about, like, it was the end of times, mm-hmm. I didn't, like, it didn't click to me until she's like, oh, we need this morphine. I said, that's a smart bitch. She said, the money, whatever. That morphine, though, that is cash moolah. Yeah, she... Cash moolah. The girl is smart, and she'll do what she need. you know, she'll do what it's need to be done to get out of any situation that it's so especially like like after they 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 kill everybody in the room right they kill everybody in the room they're looking for this money and the conversation that they're having where he's just like i shouldn't have fucking believed you i should like it was just like people might think that's overkill but it sounded so real because he's like you know how many fucking how many times i almost fucking died because of you today i made this shit because of you and i still can't i still don't know if i should believe him that he was undercover I don't know. It's a little. Why did you take off your clothes? Like, unless you were waiting for your partners to come in, but then, uh, uh, I still don't know. Which makes this drama really good because you still don't know if this man is supposed to be like the better character Mm -hmm. of the story because nobody's good. Nobody's good. Nobody's good. like absolutely nobody. <laughs> um, you know what else tripped me out that I didn't think the fucking religious lady. Oh my god! I... When, when she stabbed everybody. First of all, I 
I mean, it's a TV show and everything, mm-hmm. but I was like, do you know how hard it is to stab the human body? How is she repeatedly stabbing this man over and over again in this corner? <laughs> like, like when they left and came back to a bloodbath, I was like, that was not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> that was not what I thought was going to happen. Also, every time somebody got yanked out of that fucking shoot, I was like, my heart is going to jump out <laughs> of my chest. God, it was such an interesting story, and, like, I cannot say more times than now for you to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Ignore the rating on MDL. Not enough people have seen it with good subtitles, in my opinion. Yeah. This is probably one of my, f- like, top ten if projects you wait of the year. until 2023, it'll be on Paramount if you want to pay for that, so... Yes, it will be. Okay, that's interesting. That TV is yeah. going to give it a Paramount. Bitch, will yeah. y'all just make the platform global? Do you not want these USDs? Because like, I'm willing to that. give it. Like, right. I don't want to pay for Paramount Plus. <laughs> I will pay for TV. Y'all go have TV in, and I think ANJTCB's um, stuff is on their platform. Uh, they said they're going global, though. I'm taking too damn long. Um, But yeah. I this was I give this I gave this an eight point five. Same, I'd have to agree. It's and I you know what I didn't expect was the season two teaser. What? I was like, oh, I didn't see it. you didn't see it? No. Okay, you know how the credits are left at the end of the episode six. Uh huh. There's a there's a scene of them walking through the fucking forest, and then they meet a woman played by Jang Yu Jung. Um, oh, I didn't see it. I'll have to watch it. Okay, yeah, she, and basically. It's like, oh, we're getting a season two. This is like an end Thank of the God. world series. <laughs> it feels like we're getting a season two. So love this show so we can get a season two. Because that was, girl, ah. Uh, and it's just like, this is what happens when you get good actors and a good project together. Mm-hmm. Like, that, oh, and the one take filming just makes it feel so much more intense. Mm-hmm. Made it feel mm-hmm. very hectic. <laughs> it does. It makes you feel immersive and hectic. God, I I highly recommend bargaining don't worry, you can find the subtitles. Just you, if if you've been a veteran watcher, you'll find it. Trust me. Um, and thank you to the people who have subbed it. Um, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy in a good way, though. And I also appreciate that it, each episode is under forty minutes. That's what that's the golden part. Yeah, it doesn't drag. It doesn't try to explain to you like the complicated background of the characters. You get to know that through the dialogue and how these people react to things. Which is fantastic writing. It's showing without telling, and you gotta go watch it. So, yes, this is your special last crime episode of the year from the Crime Junkies. We will return and next year with even more crime content, hopefully. But um, until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>